Hello, and welcome to Pridecast, the official podcast of Hofstra Athletics. We are excited to start our Pridecast series for the 2017-18 year, as this year we will be featuring the executive board of the Hofstra Student Athlete Advisory Committee. Our first guest of the year is none other than Michael Hughes of the Hofstra Wrestling Program. Michael is a senior on the Pride Wrestling Squad, and this year he serves as the president of SAC. We are really excited to tell you a little more about Michael's story. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome to Pridecast, the official podcast of Hofstra Athletics. Thanks again to Michael Hughes of the Hofstra Wrestling Team for joining us today. Welcome, Michael. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So let's get right into it. You're in your fifth year here at Hofstra? Yes, fifth year this year. Uh, you took last year off, redshirted to get prepared for your final season. Uh, let's talk about your early years growing up. Uh, why wrestling? Was there somebody wrestling in your family? What made you choose the sport of wrestling? Um, growing up, kind of did a bunch of different sports. Parents wanted me to try them all, play a little lacrosse, soccer, baseball, wrestling, football. So I kind of tried out a bunch of them. And then my older brother also wrestled a little bit. So that was something that me and him kind of did together. And then as the years went on, other sports kind of went out, but wrestling kind of always stuck around. It's always something that I've been attracted to, just kind of that one-on-one sport where either you win or you lose by yourself. I kind of like that aspect. You like almost controlling the outcome more than having to rely on teammates, I guess, in a sense? Exactly. Like going into college, I was considering playing football also, but that was one of those things where I love football too, but I wanted that sport where I dictated whether I won or I lost based on how I worked. So in one aspect, that's totally wrestling, and then you're in the dual matches, and that's kind of the opposite. So that must yeah. be really hard to almost watch those at times uh, when you know that the nine other matches are helping you guys decide how Hofstra's doing. Definitely. When I'm watching all the other teammates, I'm definitely rooting for them. Definitely, And kind of that weird aspect, trying to get myself ready also, but I'm trying to root for them, pay attention. Then it's kind of based on whether they win or they lose. You, no matter what, you still have to go out and perform yourself, which is what I like. Uh so what age, what age exactly did you get started in wrestling, and when did you know that wrestling was the sport? What age did you know that I'm moving forward with this as my primary sport? Because I know, one, I'm good at it. Two, I love it. Um, probably started wrestling, I think, around the five or six, kind of early elementary school. And that was just kind of a high school program, just youth, youth program going in, having fun, rolling around, getting used to the sport, make, coaches making a good environment kind of make you want to come back and enjoy it at first and then during high school my two main sports definitely were wrestling and football and then my wrestling kind of kept moving forwards at a more progressive rate and it kept kind of propelling me to go that direction definitely always had my interest in it and that, that was one of those things that even if I would have thought going another way, it pull, always pulled me right back in. Uh, and you're obviously you're a, you're a heavyweight for the Hofstra wrestling team. When did when did that start to develop? You knew where you were going to be uh, on the wrestling mat. What weight class? Uh, my first year in high school, I wrestled 189, and then before then, never really used a weight room, never really lifted or did too much. But then after that year, in between end of freshman year, start of sophomore year of high school, I started using the weight room with one of my coaches. And in those six months, I probably grew about two inches, and I went from being 180 to 240. So at that point, it was that that such a big jump in weight kind of set me in that weight class to be. You attended Smithtown West High School in Long on Long Island, correct? 
Yes, graduated there in 2013. Uh, an astounding career record of 109 and 9 with 78 pins. Is there a time in your high school career where you can pinpoint where you're like, I, I'm, I'm pretty good at this, I'm going to do this in college somewhere? Um, definitely started realizing it that I had a chance after my sophomore year. It was one of those things where I started realizing that I was doing well, and then I ended up tearing my ACL and I didn't get to compete in the postseason. But I had that drive knowing that I was excelling at a very high level, and that kind of helped me recover faster and work harder during my recovery to come back, and that just made winning that much more like prideful for me. And in high school, you played football, as you said, also, and you were uh, on the uh, played in the Boomer Bowl at Hofstra University yeah. your, your senior year. Uh, what position did you play in football? I played uh, offensive defensive tackle. Figured that answer was going to come. Uh, other hobbies growing up that you enjoy kind of now? Um, I kind of like to be outside. It's one of those things, even on an afternoon, like weekends growing up, I'd always just go outside, play anything with the neighborhood kids, go to the park, just play basketball, soccer, any kind of sport we're running around. Well, now we'll get into your Hofstra time of your life here. Uh, like I said, you're in your fifth year here at Hofstra, 76 total wins. Uh, your last official season, you took obviously redshirted last year. You had 41 wins in 2015-2016, which is was tied for the most in the nation and the third most in a single season at Hofstra, which is a program steeped in tradition. Um, uh, your thoughts about how special that season was for you before we get into the redshirt year, but can you look back on that year and how special it was? Yeah, that was one of those years where looking back on it now, I get to kind of see how it went and I get to appreciate it more. But during that time, it was that was really the breakout year, trying to stay focused, getting out to the national tournament at Madison Square Garden. And during all that, I was able to enjoy it, but I was still working. But definitely looking back on that, it was nice to kind of see how my career kind of elevated to that next level in the way that it did. Is that was there was there a point in the season that you felt like you had taken the step to become a great wrestler and the forty one wins and and then that season kind of showed you that. Um, that or, or a certain victory over somebody. Yeah, I can't remember a certain victory exactly that season. It's a little bit, a little while ago now, but it was definitely one of the big things where I was. I always had the size, like putting it on. I was able to put it on. But I worked a lot with the coaches on more of like a mindset and trying to like know that I'm able to compete with anyone in the country. And that's been the biggest thing for me because even if I had the ability, if I didn't believe it like I didn't as much in the first couple of years, I wasn't able to go and wrestle to my full ability. Uh, you mentioned earlier the season, the NCAA tournament that year was at Madison Square Garden uh, as a lifelong New Yorker. How, how special was that for the not only qualifying for the NCAA tournament, but wrestling at Madison Square Garden of all places. Yeah, that definitely was one of the highlights that I've ever had. Being able to wrestle in Madison Square Garden, such a big arena like that, with all of its prestigious things, and to have that many people there in an arena, it's, it's something that I've never wrestled in before. And having that environment definitely was intimidating at first. But it's one of those things that I think I won't forget ever in my life. Now we'll get to your red shirt year last year. Um, red shirting in wrestling is a little different than other sports. 
as you could probably explain more better than I can. But you still wrestle. You went 18 and two unattached, where you don't officially wrestle for Hofstra. Uh, you competed at the USA Wrestling U- University Nationals. You went to the Southern Scuffle. You finished second at the uh, University Nationals. Uh, what was your goal during the redshirt year? And uh, obviously, that's something you probably discussed with Dennis Papadatos, your head coach, a little bit. But really, what wh- what are you doing that off season to try to, to try to get better at for this season? So going into the redshirt year, I knew I was going to have two off seasons and a full season to kind of get my body more developed, work on my strength, my quickness, my te- my technique, and we kind of planned on going to a bunch of opens so I can get a lot of matches because that's one of those things that's hard to find like really big bodies of that are such high quality. So it was one of those things where I knew I would have to go and travel even to Tennessee, even though I was, it was kind of not with the team and I would have to go there on my own. It was one of those things that would be worth it for the long term, especially coming into this year. So it's I needed to go to tournaments where I was gonna see that quality competition. So it was worth it for me to go travel and I could test myself. And even though I had a couple losses on the year, it's one of those things where I needed to see those caliber guys to get myself ready. Yeah, you finished second at the University Nationals. You didn't lose a point up until the championship of that uh, tournament. Uh, was there something that was really going right for you that tournament, or you kind of the the retro year was really working for you, and you were learning uh, how to become bigger and better and everything? Yeah, the retro year definitely just kept adding to everything that I've been doing. We spent more time on the mat, and I think that was one of the nice aspects of it. It gave me a full year just to be able to focus on academics also, but just on what I'm trying to improve myself and not having to get ready for a dual meet every weekend. I was able to spend a lot of time breaking my body down to be able to build it up in ways that I knew would benefit me in the long term. So going into the University Nationals out in Akron, it was one of those things where I just felt like body-wise I'm a lot bigger, I'm a lot stronger and I feel like I'm more athletic than most of these people. And if I wrestle to what I'm capable of at this point, there's no way that they can compete with me anymore. So now we'll get to this season. Uh, you're now, like you said, in your fifth year. Uh, do, do you have multiple goals, singular goal? Obviously, the singular goal of wrestlers, All-American, on the platform. Uh, can you just talk about your goals for this year as yourself, your team, and as a whole? Yeah, there's definitely a lot of things I'm looking forward to. As a team, I'm ready for us to kind of have a breakout year to kind of put Hofstra back on the map to where, not to where we used to be yet, but getting back towards that point so that we can keep moving forward year after year. But this is one of the things where we redshirted myself and a couple other more experienced guys last year who were all come back into the lineup this year. We didn't lose many guys, so we have almost all the returners coming back. Even if they're only in their second or third year, they have experience in the lineup now, which is nice. So we have a lineup that's going to be here for a couple of years, which for myself <laughs> would have been nice, but for the team, even after I'm gone, it looks like they're going to have a bright future. And I'm ready to kind of go after those teams that have kind of shoved it on the faces a little bit over the past couple of years when it's been down. And you can see, like, just looking across them at them, enjoying getting to beat our team up a little bit after all the years of Hofstra crushing them. So watching that and kind of watching some of the coaches rub it in our faces, I definitely haven't liked that. So I'm ready to kind of stick it back to them this year on the mat and kind of take some more wins where we couldn't in the past. 
So that's your team goals. Now, can you talk about individually what, what ultimately you're trying to do? Is there a certain win total you're trying to get, obviously, and then the, the major pinnacle of your dreams for the season? Yeah, individually, I definitely would like to break 100 wins total for my career. I think that's a nice benchmark just to be able to hit, just to have. Not too many people have done that. And throughout the season, um, I'm definitely looking to continue going and competing against top guys, which I'll probably, top guys I'll see out in Tennessee again. That's going to be the big tournament of the year for me before conferences and nationals and all that. They have me, Flo has me ranked eighth for preseason right now, which it's, it's getting a better direction. People are starting to notice, but it's one of those things that I'm not content with. Like, I'm happy that people are starting to notice and people are starting to go at the rankings higher, but I'm not going to be content until I'm out in Ohio and I'm as high on that podium being an All-American as possible. Uh, a couple of hosting a couple of really important wrestling events this year that I'm sure you're very excited about. The first one coming up, obviously, it goes along the day of the wrestle-offs, but uh, Tom Ryan and Kyle Schneider coming out here to be part of this very special day. Um, obviously, huge wrestling. Kyle's also a heavyweight like yourself and an Olympic champion. Tom is previously the head coach here. Can you talk about, uh, are you gonna get a chance to pick the brain of Kyle that day? Have you, do you know Kyle at all? And talk about how special that day will be to have two really legends in the sport here to, to help support Hofstra wrestling. Um, yeah, it's definitely gonna be a huge event. So hopefully we have a, a lot of Long Island interest to come out and be there. Cause that's Tom Ryan from Long Island, used to be the head coach of Hofstra, big Long Island name. That's a lot of people that know and respect and that a lot of people would love to come and meet. And like you're saying, Kyle is still in college, but he's already a two-time world champ, an Olympic gold medalist, NCAA champ. So he's another quality guy that a lot of people look up to. More with him, like obviously I, I respect everything that he's doing, but I, I don't know him. But that's one of those things that I'm probably not going to really talk to him just because at this point, in this season, he's someone that's in my weight class. He could be an opponent. And he's someone that I very, very may will see in the later rounds of Nationals. So I kind of need to stick with that. But then afterwards, who knows, the national teams and all that, he may end up being a teammate at some point. Well said. And then uh, similar to your um, two seasons ago when Hofstra was the host of the NCAA championships, Hofstra will be hosting the EIWA championships this year. Uh, talk about that again. Another great event that Hofstra's hosting to help support the sport of wrestling and Hofstra and the program. Uh, how much would it be? How great would it feel to one wrestle here and be a champion of the EIWA? Yeah, that's something where I kind of feel lucky to be able to have Hofstra host nationals my junior year redshirt, and then for my senior year, Hofstra hosts in the EIWA tournament here for the first time. So I kind of feel lucky to have a lot of like my postseason matches in a home environment where I feel comfortable. So I definitely think that takes some of the stress and some of it off. You like no travel and take some of the wear and tear off your body. But I mean, it should be a very nice environment for everyone having the stadium filled, which we don't really have like fully for our matches. But so the environment will be nothing like we've seen before here, which would be awesome. And I want to be able to compete at that high level, like you're saying in the conference tournament. My goal is to be an EIWA champion, be on the top of that podium and to be looking into all the Hofstra fans and try to give them something that they've been looking for. So now we get into the other aspects. We've talked that we've introduced you as the president of the uh, Hofstra SAC. Um, so let's get into that area a little bit. Um, 
you're a two-time Hofstra Pride Community Service Award winner. The Hofstra Wrestling Team has won the Pride Cup two consecutive years. Uh, it's really a result of a lot of your hard work as the as the leader of the wrestling team. Um, can can you talk about? Let's first talk about the Hofstra Pride Community Service Award. It recognizes a male and female student athlete based on their service to the community. Selection is based on total number of community service projects and hours. Just ultimately, why is supporting the community uh, and the area around Hofstra so important to you, Mike? Um, community service is another aspect that I really love doing. It's one of those things where I love getting involved. I try to do a vast like area of different events so I kind of get myself out there in different environments like working with special needs children or going and helping with like shake or rake or just going we had to pride paint at a local houses just any way that to help the community get involved try to give Hofstra a good name try to give Hofstra wrestling a good name and also at some of these events you you get to you get to meet people who run these events and you never know one day they might be able to help you out so that's one of those things you want to leave all your doors open because you never know who's gonna meet you where at one point so uh in 15 16 you worked about a third 30 events for more than 100 hours of community service last year you did 20 events for more than 50 hours it, i mean it's really remarkable uh it, it speaks to the kind of person you are uh where did you get that drive from to to want to be such a helpful member um, I think it's one of those things where I figured if I'm going to succeed on the wrestling mat, I need to succeed in all areas. So I'm not, I can't focus all my attention on one aspect, just wrestling, and have everything else fall down and pull me back. I'd rather have myself going out there in the community, doing community service events, trying to focus on my academics, focus on wrestling. Because if everything else besides your athletics is going well for you, the odds are in a day you're going to be more positive, you're going to enjoy your days more, and it's going to keep trying to progress you to be more like that. Because once you get a feeling and you get to see how it is, it's something that you want to do more of. And when you can see how you can impact somebody, it's one of those feelings that you, you just can't get anywhere else. Uh, I guess twofold question here. You've been part of the wrestling team that's won two straight Pride Cups, and that kind of shows which team's does the most community service, which team supports the other Hofstra teams, and you're the head of the Hofstra SAC. Um, do you feel like you're being part of the wrestling team and you're being part of SAC has helped both of those areas expand their horizons and support the community and the other Hofstra teams? Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, on the, Based along on the Pride Cup, it's one of those things where, yes, we're trying to succeed in the mat as a team, but we want to win, like we're saying, in, in different aspects. Like we, we want to get our team name out there and we want to show all the other teams that we're going to go to their games, we're going to try to succeed in the in academics, we're going to try to succeed in the mat. It's one of those things where the Pride Cup kind of, like I was saying before, involves all the aspects of life. So it's one of those things where it shows if, if we trying to win that show means that we're doing well in most of those aspects. So that, and that's what we're looking forward to. That's that's something that I have a goal for myself, and the more that we can do that, it, I'm hoping that it's going to help the rest of our team look at it that way also. One of the most incredible things I've noticed about you, I go to a lot of sporting events here. Just I love Hofstra. Went to Hofstra. You were at almost every Hofstra sporting event. 
uh, what drives you to want to support your fellow student athletes so much and and is it kind of something that you've almost said i want to go to to as many things as i'm able to do around my season yeah going to a lot of team sport events is something that i enjoy it's one of those things where yes we're all waking up very early to lift we're waking up early to practice every team is going through the same kind of grind in their own aspect so let's go support each other that's one of those things where if no one's gonna go to anyone's games and these are people that you see around every day on campus you know them go like go support your fellow athletes hopefully they'll come back and support you and it's one of those things where everyone enjoys people in their crowd everyone enjoys having people watching them compete so that's one of those things that if I can go and I can be another person in the stands for them to see. I enjoy that very much if it will help them in any way. Now onto the SAC uh, air aspect of your life a little bit. Uh, you're now the president. Um, what Was this something you knew about entering college? What point did you feel that SAC was something you wanted to get involved with? And uh, how? why is it so important and what aspect of it do you really like? Yeah, SAC is something that I didn't really know about going into college. And even my first and second year, I wasn't in it too much. It's something where uh, James Lally, who used to work here, got me involved in it a little bit. He got me started off there. And then uh, Alan on the men's cross country team, he kind of told me about it. And the two of them kind of got me involved in it a little bit. And then I went to a couple meetings. I started getting involved a little bit just to see what's going on. And once I heard their ideas and what they're trying to do and how they're trying to help all the student athletes, I just loved everything that they were trying to build and I wanted to go and try to help with that myself. Do you have any uh, personal goals as the president for this year to try to instill in the rest of the student athletes and specifically the uh, executive board? Yeah, that was one of those things where last year I was in charge of helping with community service for everyone. So my main focus was on trying to get all the hospital teams involved in as many community service events as possible. So now going into being a president this year, it's more trying to help enhance not just that one aspect anymore, but try to kind of create the environment where we can all come together and we can all try to do as many positive things as we can together. So in terms of team support, like I mean, we just discussed, you probably have you seen every Hofstra team in action um I think I've seen most of them it's hard I know like I saw men's and women's cross country for the first time this year yeah they had an on-campus yes it was nice being here for five years and getting to know and be friends with a lot of them it's like it's nice to be friends with them like it was nice to actually watch them get to compete for the first time ever I think and there were so many student athletes there I think that was something where Everyone's like, wow, we actually have an event. Let's go and support them. And it really was an awesome night, wasn't it? Yes. And talking to them, they, they said they've never had a crowd like that. So, And they said it definitely helped motivate them. So that's the kind of thing that I love hearing. It, it kind of sparked them to want to compete harder. So now we'll get into kind of your post-Hofstra career, what your thoughts. Uh, physical education, health science major? Yes. My undergraduate is in physical education, and then my master's that I'm working on would be in health sciences, so I can teach health also. So you just, you just answered my second question. Uh, you plan on becoming a teacher and coaching? Yes. My plan is down the road to teach and coach at the, probably the high school level. That's one of those things where I will, after the season, I want to compete on the national stage a little bit. I want to go to the U.S. Open out in Vegas 
and next fall I want to go try to compete in the U23 World Team Trials. So I want to see where my athletic career is going to go before I take that step back and go fully into teaching and coaching. So you're so once Hofstra your Hofstra career is over, it's going to be tr- take a professional attempt and then move along. Yes, that's definitely the plan, and we'll see how it works out. I would love to be around here while I'm training still, and I'd love to compete through Bloom Gold Wrestling Club and see how we can kind of do that. I'd love to help put Hofstra's name back on the national level. And I definitely want to see where my athletic ability is going to take its cap before 10 years down the road, I wonder what I could have done. Well, Michael, thank you again for joining us today on Pridecast, the official podcast of Hofstra Athletics. You're a remarkable young man, and thank you for, thank you for taking the time to tell your story. Yeah, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you for everyone listening. I hope everyone has a good day. And we're now back with the Pride Five with Hofstra Wrestling star Michael Hughes. Michael, thanks for joining us again and ready for the Pride Five? Yes, sir. All right. Five questions, five quick answers. Your favorite meal? I would say chicken parm and pasta. Is that homemade or in a certain restaurant? Either way, I definitely, it's one of those things I just enjoy having. Favorite sports team, professional? Favorite sports team would be the Green Bay Packers. Oh, interesting. You're from New York, though. I know. It's one of those things. I like the Mets, but the, the Packers, I don't know. When I was younger, I liked their colors, and it kind of stuck with me from a young age, and now I've been a diehard Packers fan. Favorite all-time athlete in any sport? Favorite athlete, I'd have to say Roger Federer. He's one of those guys. Yes, he's one of those guys that I, just, I respect how he approaches, and I respect how he plays the game, and I think that's something that I want to try to and it kind of do in myself, and I want to perform that same way that he does. Uh, I guess bonus question in that area. Do you have a favorite all-time wrestler since you are a wrestler? Favorite all-time wrestler. If you don't, we can say, you can say pass. Yeah, that's one of those things where probably say John Smith. Being as decorated as he was, being able to win not just a couple times, but be able to be so dominant for year after year as he was is definitely something that is amazing to me. Uh, Hofstra specific question funniest teammate uh, funniest teammate would be Kyle Krasavage he was with me the first four years so it would always make me laugh live with, live with him for a little while but it does make me sad that he's not here this year but he was definitely the funniest teammate I've had and last question uh, your greatest athletic achievement or memory of your career so far the greatest athletic achievement would be my senior year of high school winning a state title but I'm hoping that that memory changes when I get on that podium in Nationals this year. Thanks again for joining us, Michael, and good luck this season. Thank you. I appreciate it very much. And thanks again for joining us for Pridecast, the official podcast of Hofstra Athletics. Tons of Hofstra Athletic teams in action this weekend, both on campus and on the road. So stay tuned to GoHofstra.com for all the latest in Hofstra Athletic news. Thanks as always, and go Pride.